0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Mary Mammoliti, and you're listening to the Kitchen Confession podcast. I'm a food blogger with a passion for cooking, and empowering others is what drives me. Here are a few things you may not know about me. I'm legally blind. I have retinitis pigmentosa, a degenerative eye disease. I smile all the time. To me, cooking is about people, and food brings people together. So join me in the kitchen, and let's get cooking. Today, I will be talking to Brian Manning of Two Blind Brothers. Hi, Brian. Hi, Mary. How are you? Good. How are you?
0: I am doing fantastically.
1: Well, I want to thank you for uh, agreeing to chat with me today.
0: Couldn't be more excited.
1: So why don't we just dive in?
0: I, so, let's do it.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, how about we start off by telling me a little bit about yourself? It's so a little bit about Brian.
0: Oof, tough question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am, uh, my name is Brian Manning. I'm originally from Charlottesville, Virginia, and I'm residing up in the beautiful New York City uh, with my brother and my girlfriend. I run a company called Two Blind Brothers. I have a rare retinal eye disease called Stargardt, which is actually. Kind of the opposite version of Mary's. I lose my center vision over time, but mm-hmm. keep the periphery. A lot of people know that as macular degeneration. Uh, I run a cause-driven clothing company that makes luxury casual wear for men and women. And we donate a 100% of our profits back to preclinical retinal research from the softest shirts in the world. And I do that by day. And I moonlight as a home cook who sometimes doesn't make the best food.
1: <laughs> I doubt that, but we're definitely going to get into that. Um, so what is it about cooking that, uh, that you enjoy so much?
0: I love more than anything. You can take a bunch of what would otherwise be disparate ingredients, and turn it into something amazing in 30 or 45 minutes, where the instant gratification of making food and making other people happy with what you can give them is bar none my favorite thing to do.
1: Well, now speaking of those people, have (laughs) you ever... So if you think back to all your cooking adventures, have you ever had an experience where... You've had a great reaction, and then there's been the not-so-great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which would you prefer first?
1: Let's do the great reaction.
0: <laughs> okay. Since
1: I really like the not-so-great ones, the, those are really, are... They, they, they really are funny. <laughs> the
0: not-so-great ones are always uh, special in their own way.
1: Exactly.
0: The, the My favorite cooking experience was actually on my probably – Eighth date with my girlfriend, Okay, I invite her over and I say, hey, I'm going to cook dinner. So we decided to go to the grocery store shopping. And meanwhile, I had no recipe, no image in my head of what was actually going to come out, but I thought, hey, let's tr- let us let me just try and whip something up. I'm try- trying to seem as impressive as possible, just casually grabbing ingredients, hoping that whatever I'm doing is working more focused on the chit chat than what I'm actually buying. I get home and look inside my dish and I in my basket and I just start putting ingredients together. Let's throw the, Let's sweat the onions and the garlic in there. We bought some ginger. We'll toss that on top. Let's reduce some chicken stock down. Uh, Let's make it as spicy as we can. Let's throw in a little jalapeno. All right. We got some cod. Let's get that going over there. Broccoli. Again, I have about six pots out with no idea what anything is gonna turn out as. I'm squeezing limes into things I didn't even know what pot I was going for. And after about an hour of sitting there faking it, I finally put the whole dish together in this beautiful copper pan I had, and it was outrageously good. It is really? a smash hit. I call it a Thai brown sauce with cod and broccolini or as we lovingly call it signature dish and it's what I actually make for my girlfriend on Valentine's Day every year. Really? Yeah, That's amazing. It, it was I don't know what happened. divine intervention might be the <laughs> only explanation or dumb luck.
1: So you had the theatrics going, everything was going at the same time and thankfully the deal with the dish worked out.
0: If I could juggle, I would have been juggling during this whole performance. <laughs> That's
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs>
1: and now you're worst.
0: <laughs> uh, I, I knew this was coming. Um, so my mother is one of the best cooks you could ever meet. She's just, she taught herself. She went from not being able to boil a water to cooking for 25 just at the drop of a hat. So I, we are on vacation, and I want to take care of mom. I would be, don't worry about it. I'll make dinner. So mom and dad are there. It's going to be my girlfriend, Court, and I. And then all of a sudden, like what happens in our home, about six other people show up. Mm-hmm. And I had just purchased a sous And I was all excited about it, very jazzed up. I put, I put the steaks in the sous vide. I am raving about how delicious they're going to be, raving about this <laughs> sauce that I had come up with, just not even a care in the world, laughing. And every single one of the sous vide bags opened. No. All of the steaks flooded with water. The smoke alarm goes off on the... On the mushrooms, because I put down olive oil and it just absolutely smoked up the whole kitchen,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I the sauce that I went to make realized that I didn't buy any of the right ingredients just because I was too busy fantasizing about how delicious everything was going to be. <laughs>
1: this is the total opposite of the last story. <laughs>
0: it, if there could be a diametrically opposed opposite to the first one, it is this. This, yeah. And I am finally like, okay... You can't mess up potatoes. As I take the as I am taking the potatoes out of the boiling water to then put them in the oven to get a nice crisp on them, pan tilts, falls all over the floor. Not a potato made it. And I am just sitting there, almost in tears, with nine people just looking at me like, "What?" I look like a six year old trying to make pancakes for the first time, and my.
1: (laughs) I'm laughing. I'm sorry, but I am.
0: My mom walks over and just gives me a hug and goes, "I, I ordered some pizzas. It's okay."
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that and that was the last time I tried to cook for my parents. It was I just I'm too scarred, and this was a year ago.
1: <laughs> See, everyone's got that story. Um, Mine was I was so excited to to make this turkey. So it was after Thanksgiving, and I decided to make turkey soup with all the leftovers, Mm -hmm. almost some of the leftovers because I had way too much going on. And uh, so I throw the whole carcass in, I get this boiling and going and I use the scissors to cut it all up, make sure that it fit in my stock pot, get that going so it's boiling, it's just simmering now, going for a while. I go to take everything out when it's ready and I had a surprise, I had the scissors in there the whole time. Oh no. (laughs) And I didn't realize until everything was all done.
0: I have heard plastic makes a great flavoring. Uh, (laughs) And I've I've done the same thing where I went to go cook ground pork. And you know that little black thing that's on the bottom of the the ground pork that you're supposed to pull off? Mm -hmm. Just right into the pan, cooked it beautifully into the pork
1: got a nice sear on it
0: yeah really really solid sear i ended up ordering a pizza it seems like i eat more pizza than cooking food i cook
1: <laughs> well and the sad part of Meister was i can't even blame it on my eyesight <laughs> it was me just not paying attention oh, and trying to rush fun. things and threw everything in scooped everything off this cutting board yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did try to play the, the I card, but didn't fly <laughs> so he called me on it. He's like, no, that wasn't. It.
0: <laughs> that is too funny.
1: So what now we've talked about your signature dish, one of your worst, mm-hmm. one of your best. And what would be your favorite dish to prepare?
0: I absolutely love brined pork chops. Bone-in pork chops, I think, are one of the single greatest cuts of meat that there is. And I love doing a apple cider and vinegar reduction sauce off to the side just to drizzle over to give it that sweetness. I think mm-hmm. if I could have one last meal, that with some sweet potatoes and some broccolini, I don't think you can get much better.
1: Oh, my gosh. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs>
0: I'll make it for you next time you're in New York.
1: Perfect. I'm going to hold you to that. So talking about the kitchens, when you do your kitchen, do you enlist the help of anyone to help prep or do you enjoy cooking on your own? Um, I mean, for me, I enjoy cooking with people, but I do like that little alone time myself. So I'm kind of split between the two.
0: I love, and again, my, my wonderful girlfriend dash sous chef uh, is a, Helps me with a lot of the prep work, you know, because one thing you know, being visually impaired that I'm not exceptional at, I'm fine at doing, but chopping is a very slow and methodical process, less so than cooking itself. Because cooking, it's interacting. I can listen. I can feel. I can touch. I can taste. Mm-hmm. But when I'm chopping garlic, I'm it's so fine and close to my fingers that I can get a little nervous. So she helps uh, immensely in that piece. But I, I will say the, the moments when I do, you know, cook alone, it, it is also nice in its own way, but I'm, I like having the people around me where you can really enjoy the company because that's a lot of what cooking is. It's getting away, having a moment, but if you can share with people that you really love, it makes it so much more.
1: Absolutely. I agree. Are there any tips that you have that you use when you're in the kitchen? So, one of the tips that a lot of people have mentioned to me was their frying. Mm. They're they don't use, I mean, I think we talked about this um, earlier, but we don't use they don't use a frying pan. They'll use, you know, something a little with the, maybe a stock pot, maybe not as high as a stock pot, but something that has a higher side to it. So this way you avoid that splatter. And then when you're trying to find the sides of your pan, it's easier to find.
0: Oh, that is an Ooh. exceptional tip.
1: Yeah. yeah, I thought that was me. brilliant when they were telling me.
0: The the one that I always think is funny is always place your meat away from you. That's how I've kept from burning myself a bunch of times because <laughs> yeah. if there is any splatter, it goes the opposite direction and you can yes. clean it up with a rag later. <laughs> and the The piece of advice that my mom gave me that I loved was, was two things. One, mm-hmm. you can always order a pizza. And two, if you like it, serve it don't okay. worry about the the next person what they're going to think of it if you taste it and you're like that is delicious it's mm-hmm. probably done and doesn't need anything else you know over complicating usually causes more problems than just saying that is delicious it tastes good to me or it doesn't taste perfect but i like how it is mm-hmm. leave it as is and then come back to it and tweak it next time but that time let it just be perfect as is
1: right well, I mean, I also have, I have an issue with cutting boards. I hate the ones that slide all over because it makes it so mm-hmm. much easier, especially with vision loss, that to, to, to chop or to keep everything together because it's sliding everywhere. Is there any way to, any any tips like that that you use in the kitchen? Like I've I've actually found a cutting board that has silicone sides. Mm. So it stays in place while I'm chopping.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One thing that's been really helpful to me is having a bunch of little dishes to put after i chop something to put it in so i don't have to go finding it again that has been half of my time in the kitchen is saying where did i put the chopped bell pepper and then it's me bringing dishes as close to my face as i possibly can sniffing in some garlic by accident and then not knowing what i'm doing but if you have them all in separate dishes in little places it's really easy to identify. And Mm -hmm. one thing, if anybody's listening to this podcast, I would love to know, or maybe you have some advice, Mm -hmm. finding my spices is always such a challenge because the difference of look between paprika, chili powder, and cayenne isn't hugely different. And I can't always see the label. So I have to enlist the help of a friend when I'm cooking it by myself that's always been a challenge. So if anybody has a piece of advice on that, or you have a piece of advice on that, I would love to hear it.
1: I can definitely help you with that one. Um, When it comes to spices, what I tend to do, and especially, I mean, if the writing's really small, I'll either switch containers, put it in Mm -hmm. something where I can actually label, or I'll take, some people use rubber bands. So on your cayenne pepper, you put two rubber bands. Um, On your... Um, like there's parsley, thyme, oregano, those three. They'll separate. Then you can either put um, a marker, let's say some type of label that's raised. I mean, they do have Braille printers, but I don't have access to any of that. So what I do, <laughs> I'll just use, <laughs> and I, I don't even know how to read Braille at this point, but <laughs> that's on my list of things to do. Um, I-
0: uh, yeah, I, I learned at a very young age when I was in about fourth, uh, second grade, I started in on Braille. Okay. And so I, uh, yeah. I kept it ever since. I actually, when I was in college, Word. I tried to peti- petition the school to have Braille be considered an official language. Uh, Did I, <laughs> no? I found myself in front of three deans are way in over my head, mind you arguing that braille has the you know american sign language is the language braille should be as well Mm -hmm. and i am sitting there let's just say i didn't anticipate it being such a full room of people and i was kind of just making things up as i was going along (laughs) Turns out I lost the case. Uh, they uh, they turned me down and sent me back to Spanish class.
1: <laughs> well, I'll give you an A for effort. At least you tried.
0: I wish Spanish had done the same.
1: <laughs> um So for this the See, yeah, I would just I would just use markers that something that's raised, that'll mm-hmm. that'll tell you or indicate that. That's what the spice is and again rubber bands are, are a help a huge help
0: i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go out to the store and buy some rubber bands this afternoon
1: yeah it, they've actually they've saved me a lot of time that's a really good idea even where Wait, I, I, I place I... them on the jar like i'll place some down the bottom some in the mm. middle spicy i tend to put on the top <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is absolutely something i'm going to do because i'm tired of mixing up you know cumin and rosemary and then it, it, it the dish yeah. is very very different at the end
1: yeah yeah exactly exactly so we know you well we've talked about it you don't bake
0: never i some some people love it some people find it therapeutic if you ask me to find the, I can barely find the spices in my cabinet. If you're asking me to find the difference between half a teaspoon and eighteen grams, I think you and I are going to have a couple problems.
1: <laughs> Understood. What about? Oh, there is a trick, a tip that you have about um, the to detect how tender or mm. rare, rare your steak is.
0: I I love this trick, and it's and it's so broad-reaching across so much that you do. Uh, on your hand, if you actually just take your pointer finger and push it into the meat of your thumb, Mm -hmm. that resistance is right about rare. Your middle finger is right about medium. Well done. And I can't barely get my pinky over to my thumb and your steak should never get there either. But, But between those three fingers, you can actually push on the top of your steak and know where it is or how cooked it is. But the thing that I love is that type of trick works across almost everything you want to know how done your carrots are Mm -hmm. take your fork and just poke them like i walk around with a fork in the kitchen constantly and i'm poking and prodding and touching and moving everything the food will tell you how done it is you don't the timer has much less to do than than the food itself and how soft or firm that you want it
1: Mm -hmm. well we see we really do cook with love we touch everything
0: <laughs> we make sure to wash our hands a lot that's the case. always
1: i have my hands are like sandpaper you can probably sand the wall with these like they're so dry from always washing them constantly <laughs> it's terrible i feel sorry for my husband no <laughs> and every now and then he'll throw in you know a little bit of hand cream wouldn't help would help <laughs>
0: You just find hints of moisturizer in the kitchen, just being like, hey, just letting you know.
1: Subtle tips. <laughs> hey, here, look at this hand uh, cream that I bought.
0: We're going to the spa. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so next, we're going to play a game called this or, that. This, or that, this, or that, this or That. Where I'll read two words and you choose which of the two items you prefer.
0: Sounds good. I'm very competitive. Is there a way to win the game?
1: Oh, and so am I. (laughs) (laughs) All right. First one. Toast or eggs? Eggs. Cake or pie? Pie. What's worse? Laundry or dishes? Laundry. Pancake or waffle? Pancake. Yes. (laughs)
0: Fruits
1: (laughs) or vegetables?
0: Fruits. Nice. I eat, fun fact, I eat probably three bags of grapes a week. (laughs) I'm addicted.
1: That is. That is an addiction.
0: If you go anywhere in our house, you will find little stems all over the place. And my girlfriend is just like, what are you doing? Like, come (laughs) on. Clean up a little bit.
1: (laughs) All right. Frozen yogurt or ice cream? Ice cream. Mashed potatoes or baked potatoes?
0: Mashed potatoes. hate baked potatoes
1: yeah they're a little dry yeah blue cheese or, or ranch dip
0: blue cheese
1: oh you lost me on that one. Oh,
0: we were so close
1: yeah jamie I Oliver. the switch or... to
0: ranch if, that, if that'll help his friendship
1: <laughs> that's all right that's all right i'll, I'll accept the, the blue cheese jamie oliver or bobby flay
0: bobby flay
1: yes well that's a hard one for me because i love them equally uh sweet or salty salty wine or beer beer bacon or sausage bacon nice oh, when eating chili spoon or fork
0: oh god it depends on the chili uh i'm gonna go with spoon because i don't like missing anything
1: yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. perfect all right so we're gonna switch on to the next game great so this game it's called rapid fire <music> I'm going to begin by asking a series of questions and then just answer each one as quickly as possible.
0: All right, let's do it. Okay.
1: What's your favorite food? Grapes. <laughs> do you like spicy food? What is the spiciest thing you have ever eaten?
0: Love spicy food. Bitten to a ghost pepper by accident one time. We'll never make, mistake, We'll never make that same mistake again. Oh God, I can't even imagine that. I bought it at the grocery store thinking it was a totally different pepper. And I was like, this looks odd. And I took a little nibble and didn't order dinner, drank a gallon of milk, and basically just sat on my couch crying for about yeah, six Yeah, I've hours. heard
1: the milk doesn't even help.
0: Not even. The only thing that helped was finally passing out. That was the only solution I found.
1: <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. What foods do you absolutely hate? Olives. Really?
0: Oh, I can't stand them. Can't even come close.
1: Okay. What food do you know you shouldn't eat, but you can't help yourself?
0: Chicken wings. If they're on the menu, I order them. I <laughs> love them more than anything on the planet.
1: What do you get every time you go to the grocery, you go grocery shopping?
0: Grapes. Uh- <laughs>
1: <laughs> grapes for the win.
0: <laughs> they just, they're perfect. Uh, I Grapes, uh, sparkling water, garlic, and an onion every single time I walk in.
1: Okay, <laughs> that's perfect. I'm just laughing at the grapes.
0: <laughs> They've invaded.
1: If your life was a meal, what would what kind of meal would it be? Oof. I know what mine would be.
0: What kind of meal would it be? I am gonna say, "Ooh, that is a good." I'm I'm not going rapid fire here. I would. I mean,
1: Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. What's your favorite ingredient to cook with?
0: Favorite ingredient to cook with? Cumin. I guess it's a spice.
1: What's the scariest ingredient to cook with?
0: Any pepper hotter than a jalapeno.
1: (laughs) Speaking from experience, right?
0: Of course. (laughs) The only way you can
1: and two more. What's your favorite meal of the day? Breakfast. No, me too. What's your favorite junk food? Ice cream. Yeah. Uh,
0: Cookie dough, cookie dough ice cream. Oh, really me?
1: It's just straight vanilla.
0: Oh, we actually, I think the world is in a bad place right now because I walked around New York city and went to five different ice cream shops Not a single one of them had cookie dough. All of them were chia seed, ginger, black cumin, or. Charcoal. Yeah, or organic fish roe flavored. And I was like, I just cookie dough. Where's the cookie dough? They
1: can't mess with ice cream.
0: I don't know what is going on, but I do not want seaweed flavored ice cream. I want my cookie dough, when I'm eating ice cream, I want it to be perfect and I want it to be as unhealthy as humanly possible. And then I want to enjoy it and go home. That's my, that's the dream.
1: (laughs) That's true. Good dream. And for the last game, we're going to play a round of true or false. I'm going to read a statement and you tell me if you think it's true or false. Got it. Okay. Green olives are just unripened black olives. It's funny that that's the first one. False. <laughs> True. Oh. The color of an olive is related to how ripe it was when picked.
0: Interesting.
1: Next question: Dog food gets tested by humans. False. True. What's <laughs> an actual job which is dog food testing?
0: Does he eat it, or does he just break out the components?
1: Well, according to my research, I think he's eating or tasting components of it.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's high end.
1: <laughs> Next question. Potatoes are 80% water. True. Yes. Ding, ding. You got it. Only about 20% of a potato is solid. Interesting. I'm adding in my own sound effects now. <laughs> <laughs> Apples float because their skin is highly water-repellent.
0: True. False. Actually, that doesn't make any sense scientifically. It had to be false. I was just excited.
1: <laughs> no, when I was doing this, I tested myself. I actually said true for this as well.
0: But the water not being able to run off it doesn't make it – like water doesn't permutate a bowling ball, and that sinks pretty
1: fast. Yeah, true. <laughs> but in this case, it's false because apples float – because twenty five percent of their volume is air. Huh? Yeah, yeah. You learn something um, new every day. So the next question is: Baking soda will last forever. Uh, true. I maybe. It is true. Yes. It is if it's stored in a cool place, uh, sealed tightly. Baking soda can last for decades. Wow, that's amazing. That's kind of scary, and that's all we have. And that's all, and that's it. That's it. Thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. I had a it's, great time chatting with you.
0: It has been an absolute pleasure.
1: pleasure. Uh, yes. Thank you, and it was nice getting to know a little more about the cook,
0: uh, Brian the cook, Brian, Brian Chef Chef Boy R Brian, yeah. uh, as as my brother lovingly or mockingly calls me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's been it's been such an honor. I actually went on your website, and I am getting ready to make those cranberry scones. I don't love baking, but I'm I'm making a point to make those cranberry scones because yes. they looked absolutely delicious. I will send you a picture of them, and uh, they're not going to look as pretty as yours, but I will try my best.
1: Please do send me them. I would love to have to see those. And if anyone wants to get in contact with you or just follow you along, where can they find you?
0: At twoblindbrothers.com is our website. And we're also on Facebook and Instagram at two blind bros.
1: Excellent. Thank you again.
0: Not a problem, Mary. And uh, thank you for having me.
1: Thank you for listening to the kitchen confession podcast for recipes and foodie he finds head over to kitchen confession.com. I also want to thank our producer, Wilson Lynn, And remind you to join us next week for more guest kitchen confessions. See you at the next episode.